0: All right, I want to welcome on my next guest. We got two-time Super Bowl champion and the New York Giants all-time rushing touchdown leader, Brandon Jacobs. Brandon, how's everything going?
1: Everything's going well, man. I, you know, you know, just living life, enjoying life. You know, trying to, you know, just trying to stay safe, coaching kids, you know, raising kids, you know, the whole nine. Absolutely, all, yeah. but all is definitely well, though.
0: we got glad to hear it. Yeah. So first, I want to talk about your Giants because all is not well right now in New York. What are your thoughts? I Owen M four, right? You think O M four.
1: O M four, man. What you, do you no question. Partic- o oh, M four.
0: Anything fixable that you've noticed, or do you think it's just not their year?
1: I I I don't even know what I'm watching sometimes, man. <laughs> you know, I, I it's you know, it, I mean, I hate to see us down, you know, like this. You know, say Saquon was. You know, a tag on the chin, and um, you know, he was having issues quite before he went down. Um, I, you know, the guys just got to stay together, pull through, and just get through the year, keep fighting every game just to go in and, you know, not get blown out and compete. Actually be there at, at the end of the game, you know, have an opportunity to win, you know, at least, you know to get through the season. But I don't know what's going on. And
0: then also going on in the NFC East, I, I'm assuming I know you saw a lot of not the not the greatest quarterbacks in Washington while you were in New York. What are your thoughts on the situation with Dwayne Haskins?
1: Well, my whole thing is with with Dwayne Haskins, man. Like the the Washington football team went out of their way to draft that guy. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they they. They drafted him, you know, he seems to be doing okay. Uh, I don't know. And the, and the kid here, and what, his, and what would be his, what, third season, second season?
0: Second. So this is, I think he started 11 games he started.
1: Okay, so, and then put him on the bench for, I mean, I, I would say still okay. Quarterback play, not too, too crazy, you know, but okay. But I don't get it. I don't understand why they made that, you know, that decision to do it that way. And pay him the type of money that you know they're paying him. Yeah, and drafted him as early as they did. So I don't know the movement behind it. I don't know what's going on, you know, with it. But I think it was the absolute stupidest thing that an organization could have done. Interesting. Yeah, and I know. A lot but of you know, crazy. I got to leave that. To, you know. Yeah. Washington um, football team. You
0: know? Yeah. So I want to ask you a little about your football career. Um, so I have a question: So I saw you grew up in Napoleonville, Louisiana. Is there uh-huh. any, any other professional football players ever come out of Napoleonville, Louisiana?
1: uh we have well our county yes or should i say our parish not county but in napoleonville uh i think yeah johnny Meads came out um he came out of there uh then after me well during tremont williams oh, um, you yeah, know in the same county uh jordan mills uh yeah, so we got a good bit of people out and everything around, you know, is close. So even, you know, nearby counties and cities, people, you know, still got people in the NFL, you know. So we're good. <laughs> it's definitely new for the area still, like even though I've, I've been out six years, but it's still pretty cool, you know, to, to be from a, you know, a very small town. That's, that's unique and, you know, it's, it's very unique. You won't find many cities like it. I promise you that. Yeah, I promise and this- you won't find anywhere like that.
0: So when we, when you were telling people early on, like "Hey, I'm gonna be in the NFL one day," what were they saying?
1: Just looking at me crazy, you know. Especially the teachers, the ones I was at school with, being bad with, they never believed it. That's um,
0: and then and then I so, enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's in the fast forward. So then you go to, to Coffeeville Community College.
1: I saw that. Um. Mike Rogier went there too. Heisman Trophy winner. Mike Rogier did go there. Yeah, he did. Mel Gray, I think, went there as well. A kick, a, a kick returner from that—that uh, that was uh, with the Detroit Pistons. I mean, the to, the Lions, not the Pistons. The Lions. Based um, on the Pistons this year,
0: they might have some returners or kick returners based on. The oh returners. man. <laughs> that, right. And so, what, what was what was that your time there like? Did it you, did it help develop you? Did it just kind of put you on the map?
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I wish I could have been there four years. My first time being away from home, turning into an adult, meeting all kind of new people—it um, was great. It was one of the best places I I went to, and it's still one of the best places I've been to because of the time of life I I, I went there. You know, and it was uh, that you know the place meant a lot. You know, meant a lot to me and you know, my teammates and stuff like that. So, co- Coffeeville was a blast, man. I loved it. I, I loved it.
0: Is there a good Starbucks around there or no?
1: They didn't have one then, and I thought they had one now. Well, they may they may have one now, though. Yeah, they should. They, they have one now.
0: They can sell yeah. T-shirts. Welcome to the car yeah. from Starbucks. That would yeah, good.
1: These things. Yeah, good. right. <laughs> I, got, I
0: got these air traffic controller headphones on. I'm getting these calls from, from uh, what do you call it? JFK. Um, so, no, yeah. so, no, so And then so from there, you go to Auburn, but you're not like the de facto starter. You've got a couple guys in front of you. What was that experience like?
1: It was cool. I'm put it like this. I'm not going to say I didn't necessarily didn't. Didn't. I couldn't stay in the situation. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I couldn't. But that one year I was there, it was kind of frustrating just for a tad. But then again, I still had fun playing in a big stadium on a high level, still get the chance to show what I can do at, at times. You know, so I th- I think it was fun. You know, I take it. Will I sit through it again when will I, will I put myself in a situation? You know, in a situation like that again, or would I tell another college football player to do the same? No, I don't agree with that, and I wouldn't do it again. But while I was there, you know, while it was, you know, while it lasted, it, it was a blast.
0: Interesting. And then, so what? What made you transfer to Southern Illinois?
1: Well, being at Auburn and given the fact that we had number two draft pick overall in 2005 and number five draft pick overall in 2005 in the backfield, I was the third one. Right? Those guys got in the top I got drafted in the fourth round so it was you know I wanted to be able to have opportunity to show myself more you know I was not getting enough playing time in Auburn so I left with the Southern Illinois where I got the time I needed to be seen
0: yeah and then so when you get to the Giants yet again there's another established starter how did you react to that what how did your mindset change
1: Uh, oh bets were off then I made it. I made it to the goal. I got to the goal. I never thought I would played nine years. <laughs> I made it. To, I made it there. So I was behind Tiki. I had, you know, uh, uh, Mike Cloud. Uh, had some guys there. So, hey, you know, having a chance to meet Strahan and Eli Manning, I got drafted into that. So I went in. You know, I'm good. But then, you know, me starting to compete. You know going through practices, seeing that some, some of my you know, some of the defensive players throughout the NFL was afraid that as the preseason went on, they were hey, you big, group, bro. you big. So that told me a lot about them, that told me a lot about what I had. So I started running hard. Maybe. I
0: have a question about so, Strahan, did you ever see him being on like national daytime morning show TV from the first time you met him?
1: No, I never seen a guy he's turned into, never did. Uh, um, I never, I, I'm not saying he were. He was far away from where he is. He was very, you know, he, he articulated himself well. Very intelligent, you know, smart. Um, he, you know, he he is all of that. But I never seen, you know, this this out this 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 I guess personality that he has on television and it's, it's it's real, you know. I guess you know he's 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 made it big, man. He is he is doing his thing, man. I take my hat off to Mike, man. He's doing doing a great job. That's my guy, man. You know, <laughs> take my hat off to him.
0: I don't know how he does these, like, these late Thursday nights, and then he's up at, like, Yeah. 6. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. The, he
1: does it with these different personalities at times. Yeah. i like, dude, they're pretty cool, man.
0: Yeah, it's going from Howie Long to whoever's on the morning shows. Yeah, know. right. Now, the one that really gets me is Jay Williams when he's doing these these finals games, and he's up at 6 a.m. the next day. I'm like, how does he do it? It's, it's, it's wild. And then, so, fast forward yeah. run- – so that 07 season, you guys do exceptionally well. And then week 17, you play the pads for the first time. Can you
1: take me through that? Um, week 17, oh, um, we didn't know whether or not we were going to play or not. We weren't. We wasn't complaining if Coach Coughlin would have said, hey, you know, you guys got to play. We, we, we wouldn't have been angry because that's what we were paid to do is go and play football. So he played. Uh, nonetheless, we had some guys get hurt. Uh, played the full game. Almost took him. We almost beat him. Uh, but that definitely gave us a lot of a lot of confidence going and going into the playoffs. So I say once again, Coach Coffman made another another uh, great decision. You know, among all the other great decisions he's made throughout his coaching career. So um, we played, and he gave us the juices and the confidence we needed to go farther. What What
0: was he saying to you guys before the game to get you all ready to go? Anything that stuck out?
1: Well, one, one, you know, one point he brought up to us, he said, well, the Patriots, you know, they're 15 and 0 and they've clinched their division and they've clinched the number one seed in the, in the, in the AFC. Why aren't they sitting there guys? Why aren't they sitting there guys? We're not going to sit out, guys. We're, you know, we're going to play. All right, let's play. <laughs> and that's what it was about, because they weren't sitting there players. They, they they were playing. All of those guys played. They full roster played a full football game, wow. and did not expect to be in one, but they did.
0: Were you surprised that their starters played that
1: game? Um, I, I didn't really think of it to be honest with you. Um, I didn't really care. All, all I knew from the beginning that we were playing. I was playing.
0: And then so you guys, you guys you guys, narrowly lose that heading into the playoff. What was your mindset going into there? Like, we, we could have beat that team, just give us another chance?
1: Our, our, like, our mindset was speaking, um, what if we do this? You know the Patriots aren't going to want to play us again after last, last week. What if we, what if we, what if we, what if we. what if we enough talk talking into existence? Played hard throughout the whole way. Never had nothing to lose. Nobody never gave us any credit. And boy, It is what it is. You know, we just kept playing. It wasn't no big deal to us. We kept playing and knowing that this was this our last game. Went out there and we put it all on the line. And we ended up where the Patriots didn't want us. Playing them, rep, playing them, representing the NFC. And they knew what was going to happen. They knew it.
0: And I, I know that uh, David Tyree was not having a good week in practice that week, right?
1: No, David couldn't catch a cold. You know, he couldn't catch a cold, butt naked, soaking wet in Alaska. Wow. You know, couldn't catch one. But somehow he came up and had had two big plays in the Super Bowl. The helmet and a a touchdown in the back of the end zone off the pop off the Z-pop.
0: I got a question for you. Since they're both made by Giants receivers, what's the better catch, the helmet catch or Beckham's a couple years ago against Dallas?
1: That's a tight one. <laughs> uh, I gotta give it. The, I mean, the, the decree, the the, the 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 difficulty of completion is definitely Odell
0: Beckham. Yeah, but the game, like yes. where it happened, like I don't know, it was like week five or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: yeah. But it's really, I mean, just ability wise, you believe, know, man. Great ability to make that catch. Yeah. I'll take David Tyree. One in the situation, and game situation he was in all day, every day.
0: Do you know if David kept that ball? Because I feel like you had to keep that ball.
1: He better, he better keep that ball. <laughs> he better have that ball. Yeah, he should have it. I'm yeah. pretty sure he does. Because we yeah. was all taking our stuff when we did something with the ball, so yeah, we're all taking it. So I'm pretty sure he he, he did keep it.
0: And then, so then Pla- Plaxico scored directly after, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so what? What was your what was the reaction like for you guys? As soon as, so basically knowing that the basically like you get it was over.
1: Well, Richard, I, I just remember Richard Seymour. He yeah, had been talking noise to me the whole game, you know, which was cool. Um, uh, we were just, you know, just talking back and forth, you know. <laughs> and I can remember David making that catch, and Richard was walking down the field. and I come up behind him, like, "Yeah, we making catches like that." This game was over, partner. We about to beat y'all. Y'all know
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't say anything bad. Yeah. You just kept walking.
1: Um, you were just walking up to the. You were just walking up to the thing. <laughs> that's awesome. Big Rich. <laughs>
0: it, what what, what uh, was that?
1: Man, Big Rich was a beast, though.
0: And then, so once the clock said triple zeros, I saw you just kind of froze and just kind of taking the moment.
1: Took him. I went and sat on the bench. So I just watched. And just looked.
0: What when did it hit you that you guys were Super Bowl champions? Because was it immediately, or was it like like a,
1: like a week after? It was. The, it was really the, right after we won it. But what made it set in the most, as you remember, as somebody listening that's not being a part of a Super Bowl, or somebody winning a Super Bowl, how much the news cover are you leading up for those like two weeks? And, like, as we got that initial three, you know, that that initial shot from winning, then we just ate up the TV coverage and the media talking about how great we were. That was, it was just awesome, man. It was awesome.
0: When, when the media, I assume, was all probably giving the Pats a lot more coverage and obviously they're trying to get this perfect season off, was that fueling you guys? Like, okay, you guys are doubting us.
1: Oh, man. Listen, man, I post this thing all the time where everybody's picking throughout the weeks of the Super Bowl, like throughout the weeks of the playoff. You know, Howie Long and Jimmy Johnson and all of those guys on, uh, I guess, Fox picking. I got the Patriots. It's not going to be closed. They got lucky in week 17, you know, but this is the New England Patriots, stuff like that. People were like, uh, who, who else was it? Eric Allen said something about us going to Green Bay and talking about – uh. You going to Green Bay it's a different. It different atmosphere. It's a different atmosphere there. And the NFC Championship game is going to be cold. You got Brett Favre standing there, looking down at that team and, and at the Giants. I'm like, dude, shut up, man. <laughs> like, really, bro? Like, really? We, we you know, we went play ball and we didn't care nothing about Brett Favre staring down and looking down on his team. We looked down on him. We won the game. Yeah. So all like you know like all of that stuff, man. It's kind of like you know we ate that up. We ate it up.
0: And I, I remember, I'm pretty sure you were telling me that you said Brian Dawkins is probably one of the toughest guys you faced up against in your career.
1: Absolutely. Hands down. No question. You, you, for me.
0: For, oh, for you. Okay. Interesting. Was there, who else, who else kind of, would do you think would stack up to him in terms of some of the best uh, guys to ever kind of match up with you?
1: I played against Sean Taylor a few times. Uh, and this is for me with Dawkins adding up through years and seeing, you know, com- yeah. Yeah. like competing with him. So I can't say, other than uh, Sean Taylor had that type of presence, you know, where he could have been one of the toughest competitors for me, anyway, if he'd have had longevity. Yeah. You know, the tragedy wouldn't have happened to him. He was definitely on his way. But for me, the toughest and the most uh, competitive opponent I've ever faced, you know, is Brian Dawkins. Wow. That's
0: wild. And then, so then, so a couple years later, matching up again with New England in the Super Bowl, were you guys like it's it's over?
1: It's we we already got their number. Well, we felt like we had their number because we played them again earlier that season and in Foxborough and we beat them pretty easy. You know, it was 21-14 or something in that matter. Where it was it was a one it was a one possession game type thing. But clearly, if you were watching the game, you saw who won the game. You saw who won the game. Even if you were listening to the the the, the broadcast of the game, you would still know who won the game. We, we were just more physical, you know, than than what they were. We just brought it to them. I was only, I was uh, Amad was out. Uh, Danny was out there. Like I played the game. Me and uh, I played the game. You no, know, me and Danny played the game. But Derek and Amad both was out, and I was just running. You know, we had did the best we can do, but we took it to him. We took them to him. I mean, we me. It really, it wasn't really a match. The score says the score showed you otherwise, but being in the game and
0: yeah.
1: well, we, we dominated them easy.
0: Yeah, yeah and then so. so he- the second
1: time wasn't really it wasn't really a big you know thing, but we knew we was about to take it to him because they wanted revenge again. We already knew that, so went and took it to him again.
0: So, so, to, so tonight, so on Thursday, Brady is matching up against Nick Foles on Thursday Night Football. Which win do you think Brady? Which is he? He gotten of the two losing to him in in uh, Philly a couple of years ago, or losing to you guys in 07?
1: Losing to us in 07. Not, not even. Most I years. mean, it, it's it's just so much. It's just so much that that comes with you know, a 2007. A year, you know, they were undefeated. The only other team that did that before them was, was the Dolphins. I think
0: '72. Yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, seventy-two yeah, Dolphins, was, and they were like twelve and
1: or thirteen in yeah, or something think, like yeah, that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Was, I think it was two less games.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, something like that, and they would have broken that record. Wish they broke the record anyway because they had the most wins. Yeah. Sixteen and zero. Yeah. When they when they uh, finished, but um, going through a season undefeated with uh, with eighteen, what nineteen wins, is unheard of. So they, you know, they uh. It would have been great, and I know yeah. he wish he could have had that one back. Yeah, he would have been the only quarterback that would have constructed something so great, being mm-hmm. as great as he is. So I definitely think he wish he could have had that
0: back. Yeah, and then so then after you finally took down Tiki's record and became the New York Giants all-time leader in rushing touchdowns, what did that mean for your just for your confidence that your legacy?
1: It made a lot. you know. It's kind of, it kind of left something. Um, it's kind of left something in giant history that I left, you know, that I was a part of. You know, everybody else is in the record books for something. You know, people, giant greats, you know, Lawrence Taylor, Harry Carson, people like that, Phil Sims, Michael Strahan, guys like Tiki with 10,000 rushing yards, you know, stuff like that. It just feels great for me to be among guys, you know, like that, you know, Um, you know, being a part of a guy that holds the New York Giants uh, record. It feels good to me. Yeah,
0: have they given you any inclination when they're gonna uh, add you to their Ring of Fame, Team Ring of Honor? But I'm
1: not sure it. I have no idea. I have not spoke to anyone about it. Somebody people should be listening to this.
0: That's a good idea. Somebody should be listening to this.
1: No, no one. I talked to. I haven't talked to anyone about it. Um, people, you know, people always ask me. I don't know what they look for. I don't know what criteria is needed. To be able to be in the Ring of Honor, I don't know what they're looking for. I've never made a Pro Bowl. Uh, I was close. I was an alternate once, um, but that's the closest. I, got. I never got enough votes. Uh, so I don't know if that's one of the factors that has to be in it or not. I really don't know.
0: I know this year they got a lot on their plates. Maybe they're not focusing on the legends and they're trying to focus on what the hell's going on. We need to get a win. I don't even know they're playing. Right. I mean, they're playing Dallas. Absolutely. If Dak gets them this week. That's not gonna be pretty. Um. Yeah. And then, so when you, when did you kind of know you were already retired? Did you just, your body was kind of giving out, giving out on you or? Did you-
1: yeah. Yeah. My body stopped responding to injury. You know, like you know what I mean when I say something, usually like early on in my career, I get hurt and I'll be out for like two weeks, a week, two weeks, you know, like, you know, light practice. But as I got older, man, them injuries was lasting longer. It just seemed like the stuff wasn't healing. And had to keep getting my knee drained, get fluid out of my knee just to practice. As the fluid built up through practice, I got to get the fluid out of my knee again before I play. And again, that's just practice. Because Coach Duffman said, if you don't practice, you can't play. At least that's how I was treated, you know. Um, So I did what I had to do. Practice was never. If I took four or five plays to practice, I practiced. I was out. I was dressed. I was out there going to plays, doing my thing. So. And I got tired of doing that. And I just said it was done. Uh, and I and I didn't love it enough like that. Um, you know, a lot of my teammates I came in with, you know, a lot of guys I won Super Bowls with. And I had a chance to, you know, you know, just be my brothers throughout the time. And now they weren't there anymore. So it's, I started feeling like, man, you know, it's I barely know, a lot of these people, you know, I you know won a Super Bowl with people like Hakeem Nicks and, you know, people like that. So he was there, you know, felt I felt comfortable there, but a lot of new guys I just didn't know. He just started bringing in people that was a part of, you know, from Cleveland Browns and, you know, other places. And I didn't really, you know, so I'm like, no, I just said to myself, I'll just retire. You know, the money wasn't really like that for me at that point, you know, so I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Go ahead and hang it up. Not I don't work you have, it anymore.
0: Is, is Eli first battle Hall of Fame in your eyes?
1: Absolutely, first ballot Hall of Famer, first ballot. And And his name should be the first one called when they're introduced him as well.
0: Do do you think um, the Jags have given Kaufman a little bit of a bad name in recent years?
1: I don't know the personality of the Jaguars uh, uh, administration. Right. Don't know their personality. Right, cool. Yeah.
0: And then so I want to ask you about uh, what you're doing now. So I know you're, you're doing a lot of coaching in, in the Atlanta area. So what, what made you decide to get into coaching and then um how how did you kind of just kind of like immerse yourself in that?
1: I'm coaching, yeah. So I coach at the high school by the name of St. Francis High School here in Alpharetta, Georgia. And I also run a youth football program, which is the North Atlanta Giants that plays and practice out of St. Francis High School. Um that's what I do, man. I work with kids. I try to teach, I, I know I, I try to teach kids, you know, how to play the game, you know, try to give them, you know, the life lessons through football, um, you know, embarrassment, you know, try, I try to take them through everything, you know, I embarrass them because that's what they're going to, you know, you got to learn how to live with embarrassment, you know, so it is, I, I teach them some of everything, all the goods, the bads, the uglies, what to expect, what to, you know, what to do, what not to do type situations. You know, all kinds of things as as young kids and I'm 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 coaching pretty much raising and teaching young kids like young men that's going to be husbands, that's going to be fathers. You know, I want them to be good at that stuff, want them to know what they need to do, you know, so I I, I kind of treat a a lot of the kids, you know, I treat them a little different and I love doing it
0: it's awesome and a question are any kids in any that you've coached or that maybe you've previously coached that are making their ways up in the ranks that we should keep an eye out for
1: um you know my so when i started with my kids you know they're still you know my kids are still in um eighth grade right now so mean i got i got a lot of them man i could name a whole team you know i i I can name my whole team. I got one of my kids now. I got two of my kids now playing high school ball. Let's Ooh. just start with these two: J, Jay, Jaden Jenkins, and Andrew Hines. Uh, both have bright futures and and definitely got opportunity for people to be looking at them on the next level.
0: Oh, cool! And if if if, if they don't get D one recommendations, would you recommend they go to Coffeeville? Do you still do you still keep them track for them? Uh, keep them Man, the absolutely, country? I
1: recommend they go to Coffeeville. Absolutely. Absolutely, literally, literally. no question about it at all. That is not even a question. If they don't get the proper looks that they need to go Division One, most of my, like, well, a lot of my kids, it's it's it's, it's going to go. I'm going to definitely have, man. Listen, go there. You're going to have opportunity to get re recruited, and you're going to be, you're going to have fun. You're going to love it. My old coach, Coach Like, I don't know how much longer he's going to be coach there. My running back coach is still there, Coach Dickey Rose. Really? I don't know how long he's going to keep going. Yes, they're still there. And I would send any of my kids to Coffinville Community College in a heartbeat, okay. raving up. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. And then, so for for people that want to find more information
1: about North Atlantic Giants, how can they find that? Well, we have a website. It's www.nagfootball.com. It's www.nagfootball.com. Cool.
0: And then how can people keep up with you on social media? I know S- Sunday afternoons haven't been pleasant the past four weeks, hopefully brighter future going on. I know the, the division's up for grabs, which is crazy. Um, but how can people find you on social media and keep up what you're doing?
1: Well, I, of course I have. You can just search my name on Instagram. Um, and I'm Cater or RP on Twitter. You know, I don't really share a lot of my life and what I do on, on my social media. So, but, that, but those are the places you can find me.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Awesome, Liz. Well, it's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat. And I'll, I'm going to post this tomorrow. I'll tag you and everything. But I do appreciate you taking time, special technical yep. difficulties. I got these things on. I feel like I'm going to JF, I don't know, JF here Newark Airport. But this has been a lot of fun. I just want to thank you again.
2: A penny up. And we got plenty of time And I've got nothing